Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That, to me, is the key to everything. Just the ability to listen to people and understand where they're coming from. G'day and welcome to this week's segment of Farm Yarns, where we dive behind the audio to find out who inspires our guests, what motivates them, what they would like to debunk, and also what resources they lean on to get the most out of their agri-business. So let's get down to it, Farm Yarns. Stuart, we had you um, I'm trying to get rid of um, in my episodes, but we had you on the episode previously this week to find out what you do for people and culture within farming families. And I think that's an amazing thing. And we'll definitely be having your expertise on again. But for this segment, we'll be talking, having a farm yarn. So welcome to Farms Advice Farm Yarns. Good to be here. Thanks, Jack. Beautiful. So... Let's kick it off to find out what's your morning routine, Stuart? Oh, morning routine. So now I'm getting older. I just wake up so early. It's ridiculous. So like driving me crazy, but I'm starting to run with it. So um, literally, actually. So I'm usually awake 4.35 and um, I will head off for a sort of 5 to 10K run most mornings. Um, Living in Perth, living in Duncraig, I'll do that along the coast. So that's that's pretty nice. Is Strava to say, keen? Oh yeah, I've got a Strava. You can follow me if you want. And yeah. um you might not be that impressed, but anyway. And um and I'm pleased to say I set myself a goal of running a hundred kilometers a month this year and I've exceeded that goal. So um just feel good about that. And then I'll come home and um I usually just have a bit of quiet, quiet space to um, reflect and collect my thoughts and um, do a bit of reading. And my wife and I are now, as of about two months ago, are now empty nesters. Our four kids have all yeah, on the coop. So freedom and security. We are just totally enjoying. I've got to say, we're really enjoying that. Yeah. So that, that's what the morning routine before work looks like. Yeah. 
Hopefully the kids aren't listening to that one. They might be coming back quite soon. They will not be. Well, the youngest comes in and out. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, they won't be coming back. Two of them are married. Yep. Oh, good stuff. Well, I hate to outdo you, but my record for a month of running leading up to London Marathon was 350Ks. No, no, you're a lot younger than me, so that's that's good. I think that's great. I have a business partner, Clint. He'll love this. Clint Borza, if you want to follow him on uh, Strava, yeah. he is marathon ready at all times. And um, in fact, he just turned 50 and he did 50Ks for his 50th birthday. So I thought that was um, pretty impressive. That's kind of me outdoing you now with my via my business partner. Yeah, we're always suggesting on here. Um, before we get on to the other ones, I've got a funny story from my training. I met an older bloke in London, lived in my street. I saw him went running and said, oh, you're training for the marathon too. He said, no, just like running. I said I was. So he started going for a run and talking about miscommunication on the episode before, but we started just bolting down for a 30K run. He he was like a, um, I don't know, head of a hedge fund over in London. And he didn't tell me how fast he ran and I didn't tell him how fast I ran. So after 10Ks, we're like, Oh, after 5Ks, I was like, shit, this bloke runs quick. And he was thinking the same thing, but in an English accent. Um, so we get down to Hyde Park. We're busted. We've run 20Ks. And I lean over and go, fuck, mate, do you actually run this quick every weekend? And he, he was like, geez, I'm glad you said it because I thought you ran this quick all the time. So we, we were off pace, both, off both of our pace. Um, quick little story into my running style into London. Um, flat out or nothing. But Stuart, for yourself in 60 seconds, what's your first memory on farm? On farm? I remember actually um, my parents owned a aluminium window business with um, actually Doug Fitch's parents as well. Yep. And another uncle. And I remember driving out to Muck and Boudin in the, um, in the wheat belt here in WA with them and spending a um, a weekend on a farm out there, and that was my that was my first experience. And then, as in my late teens, I had two girlfriends, not at the same time, um, who were both daughters of farmers. So I spent some time on farms um, there as well. So they're my first memories. Beautiful. And for yourself, who's been the most influential person in your life? Wow, who's been the most influential person in my life? I don't, you know, um, I'd probably say my father uh, has been the most influential person. He died about nearly ten years ago, and really, he was pretty he was pretty distant when I was a kid. You know, it was all right, but he wasn't interested in what I was interested in. But as an adult, I re we were quite close and I just keep realising what I learned off him. Things like, Stuart, if someone asks you to do something, just say yes, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Now, that's mostly worked out pretty well, um, but on occasion that's really made me go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but um, so I'd, I'd probably say uh, my father, but don't want it to be sound like that was a... Um, yeah, sort of this. Every relationship has its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. 
certainly. No, that's a good one. And also a common one also um, from being the son to the father, looking up at the father and daughter to the mother. Um, and a lot of the time it does cross over, but that's been probably the most prominent one. Um, very important as well. But for yourself, maybe within the realm you work with, what's a myth you'd like to debunk? I'd like to debunk the myth that some people are just, you know, they're people, per they're, I'm a people person. Um, that's just a load of crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's an excuse, right? So, you know, I, Stuart, you're just really good with people. It's like, no. And then that's an excuse for I'm not. Yeah. You know, the other person isn't. No. We learn human interaction, like engaging with other people is something we learn. We might learn it. We might kind of intuit it as children. We might come from a really, uh, you know, an environment where that's really strong in our family, but we learn it. And if we don't learn it there, we can actually learn it um, in other ways. So I remember... I remember when we, I was first married and we were, my wife and I were in the US for six months. And um, there's this day she said to me, Stuart, I've got to tell you something. When you speak to people, you are so boring. Would you just lift your game a bit, right? And pretty offensive, to be honest, Jack. And um, well, I said, but I listened to what she said and I thought, well, what's going on for me? And I, actually, I just felt young, insecure and out of my depth. So it led me to just being this really low-key person. So I just changed it. I just sort of put that insecurity aside. Well, I didn't put it aside. I went, oh, yeah, that's there. But I'm just, I'm going to liven up the way I am with people. Yeah. And it's, it changed the game. So we learn this stuff. It's, it's not just, I'm a people person. Yeah, can it all be taught, can't it? And Absolutely. probably about that development piece we spoke about before but for yourself be, being a westie um we don't always have westies on the podcast but what's your favorite place in australia uh Karajini national park where's that it's in the pilbara yep uh so about i know 1600 kilometers uh north northeast of perth and um it's just a beautiful beautiful gorgeous it's iron ore country um yeah, beautiful gorges, beautiful for swimming, apart from in the winter when it's freezing cold in the water. Uh, it's not as far as the Kimberley. It's remote. It's red earth. It's awesome. Beautiful. We'll have to drop yeah. that down in the bucket list. Oh, yeah. Got to do it, yeah. And what's one tool for yourself that you couldn't live without? One tool I couldn't live without. I think that the tool I could not live without is the ability to listen. Yeah. That, that to me is the key to everything. Just the ability to listen to people and understand where they're coming from, you know, and also to be able to listen to myself because, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you listen to yourself, you just hear such, incredible rubbish that you're saying and you can and sometimes you listen you hear really awesome stuff you know so this ability to be self-aware but to listen to others try recording yourself and having that self-doubt um on a podcast each week being a young person trying to give expertise slot in there every now and then um it's not the easiest thing but yeah definitely i think that's a good one yeah um and moving on to this one this one slotted in recently 
there's a few days throughout the year that we sort of focus on looking after ourselves. Are you okay day? It's a great day um, to recognize and create awareness for that, but needs to carry on throughout those days. How do you look after yourself, Stuart? Make sure you're you're the person that's ready to fight each day um, with a smile on your face or maybe without a smile some days, of course. Um, but what's that? Like you get up pretty early, you go for a run. Is that you're looking after yourself? That's the physical side of it. And, um, you know, I'm pretty, pretty good with, you know, I'm actually pretty good on the physical side, you know, nutrition and, and exercise and that sort of stuff. Um, I pray and that just centers me um, and gives me like a North star. There's a, um, yeah, there's, I guess something, you know, there's a God that I, that is superior to me that I can live under that authority, which means I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to make everything up. Yeah. And that provides me with a lot of peace and assurance in life. So, um, so that, that is a key way I look after myself. Uh, I think another way is I maintain close relationships with a few people. Um, so yeah. yeah, I know lots of people, but you know, like our team here at Oasis, there's there's about to be um, six of us. Um, but at the moment, four of us get together every Thursday afternoon for three hours, and that's not just work related. It's also check in, how you going, what's been going on for you, and you know, and I was able to share a couple of weeks ago. Just I'd had a really difficult, very very, very difficult client interaction that had gone on for several months and had been really difficult for me. And I was just able to share that with them and know that they they were carrying that. They didn't have any solutions, but they were carrying it with me. That That's part of... Um, so maintaining close relationships with a few trusted people is really important to me. Yeah, that's a good one. I can agree to both of those. But, yeah, I was going to pick up on you're sort of helping out all these farming families through conflict or through succession or whatever, but there must be a bit of scarring on the other side of that or whatever, like a bit of a debrief session that needs to go on. So it's good that there is a bit of a debrief there. I also have a wife who is a clinical mental health counsellor. Yeah. So um, I often tell her not to bother counselling me. I'll go elsewhere. Thanks. But uh, just being my wife, but she, to, seriously, she is, um, she is awesome. And um, so, you know, I think having having a our marriage has been a really rich thing for us. And it's not rich, not not everyone has that experience. Yeah. And I and as I said earlier about my father, you have your ups and downs, but that over 33 years has been pretty rich for us. Yeah. And very great for all of those things together are what um, helped me take care of myself yeah, beautiful i think that debrief time is pretty important in london had like an hour or two hours always usually before or after work um and here on farm we're on farm and we're always on farm unless we go to town yeah uh, so a bit of a different story there but for yourself are you a night owl or an early bird i think i know the question the answer well i i used to be a night owl and um and then I started getting into my fifties and I definitely am just like, I don't know what's going on with that, but I just, 
we're in bed by like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. We're just completely wasted. And, um, and But up super early, yeah. So mornings yeah. for us, mornings for me. Great stuff. And a quote that you may live by. Cool. I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, or a quote. You know, you know um, there's one that I really live by and I try my hardest with and it's um, it's actually love your enemies. Yeah. And I figure if in the world we could do that, the world would be quite different. So I just try and do my bit. And trust me, there's people that get under my skin and uh, and but I just reorient to how can I um you know if not love at least not want to hurt them you know um a good point and a good one to learn by as well but what's I talk about farms advice what can you pass on Stuart but what does someone pass on to you that's a good piece of farms advice um within your realm and, and life I think um, a good piece of advice has been to recognise what um, psychologists, um, mystics, you know, different traditions name this in different ways, but it's the idea of um, the two halves of life that, um, that actually the first half of life is geared around often, you know, achievement and conquering and, and you're usually pretty clear about what you know life is lived more in certainty and then you go through this midlife transition where things get kind of turned upside down a bit and the second half of life is it seems to be more about mystery and you realize there's way more you don't know than you do know and you kind of become okay with that yeah. and um i think that that I've really experienced that this this difference between the two halves of life, and um, that's been super helpful because there was a time I thought I was just going mad. I, I don't mean you know, yeah, yeah. Like, but I didn't know what was going on, and um, and then I came across that, and it just was such a helpful framing, and it's a really helpful framing for me as a father. Like I have adult children, and just to know that. I have some 57-year-old wisdom. They have 20 to 32-year-old wisdom. And actually, some of it doesn't overlap. And, and so just shut up, Stuart, because, you know, they can't hear it and neither could you when you were their age either. So, so that's been a really helpful thing. Gee, that was a long answer. Sorry about that. No, no. Generally, it's a yes or no, but all good. <laughs> um, do you... Do you always... <laughs> Did you always want to be in agriculture is the normal question, but did you always want to work with people is the question yeah. I've got for you. Yeah, I started out working in our family business, which was aluminium windows and such, and um, I realised that people were really my thing. So um, so that's where I headed. Great stuff and a good, a good shortening up there as we've got to go. Um, what's <laughs> your favourite productivity hack? I actually have got a, um, a piece of software on my computer called Freedom and you, you can set it up to block off certain websites that distract you during the day. Yeah. So 
like news websites are massive. Like I'll just like get bored and I'll be off on a news website and, um, you know, just chew 20 minutes or half an hour. So all that's blocked off. Can't, can't get to it. Is it a paid for or is it a free thing? It's paid paid for. It's yep. called freedom.com or something like that. I'll drop it in show notes. might be helpful to someone out there. But yeah. for yourself to wrap this up, if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would Stuart Wesley be doing? No, that's a um, that that's a, a sort of a moot point because um, if I was retired, which can't afford to be retired, and I don't want to be retired, but if I was retired, I would be helping people, coaching people, working with organisations to help them improve their culture. I just wouldn't be getting paid for it, so it seems like I should just keep doing it. Now, this is I don't actually consider that I work. Yeah. Um, this is just how I contribute in the world, and um, that, that's how I think about it. Yeah, great little passion piece, and I think everyone's got that, whether they found it or not. Um, at some stage, they may or may not. I'm pretty happy I found mine um, early on. I think it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just to wrap it up, what's a book, podcast, or resource that's shaped you? I had to compile all three of those because I was asking farmers, like, what's the latest book you read? And they, they come a bit stumped. Um, there's a child, what children's book from ages ago. What's a resource you've leaned on or podcast? There's a podcast I really like called Typology. And it's um, it's really a look, it's one of the tools we use called the Enneagram. Yeah. And they just interview a whole range of people that um, share their story about what it's like to be them um, through the lens of this tool we use called the Enneagram. Uh, so typology, it's on. Um, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll have a look at that and I'll share it on Insta or Twitter or whatever so others can have a look. Um, it's yeah. all about sharing that info and improving ourselves. But Stuart, thank you so much for coming on to Farm Yarns and having a good yarn with us. I know you've got to go, but appreciate your time for both episodes. Absolute pleasure. It's so great to meet you and to um, be able to uh, offer something to your listeners. You can't actually see what I'm wearing for every conversation, but be sure I'm wearing a Farms of Ice Green, as I like to call it, kindly supplied by Stockman & Co. By the farmers for the land. Jason team over there do a stellar job, so check them out at stockmanandco.com. Get some quality work shirts, footy shorts, hats and more for this summer. Make sure you use the discount code that they supply just for Farms of Ice listeners. Farms of Ice, 10. Make sure you get into it. This Farms of Ice episode does not stop here. Come and join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or TikTok and even join our Facebook group. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more on this episode and spread the hashtag farmsadvice to your mates. If you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify, that will let other farmers find us too. But until then, see you next Tuesday. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people today. Hold up. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.